Wake up. Life is in session. And you're in control. This is The Pursuit of Awesome. The podcast that gives you the jolt you'll need to seize the day. To live a life you're proud of. And here's your host, Charlie Harari. Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day week it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us on The Boost. We're talking about the idea of desires and immersion. Immersion. Immersion is one of the most powerful, undervalued impacts that we can have, right? The ability to immerse yourself in something. Now, this is it. Science is all over this, right? You see this in camps, right? If you If you send your kids to camp, you see it. I remember one time I was in a camp, Jewish camp, and there's a custom on Friday night to sing songs, but like more traditional songs. Um, and kids, a lot of kids don't do it. Like they don't, even if like, I can almost pat, imagine like sitting at a table and like seeing like your adolescent kids, like they're looking at you like, yeah, your mind on singing songs. And I remember being in this camp and I saw all these kids who I knew for sure never sang any of the songs in their parents' house ever. They look at their father like, you got to be kidding me. And the I remember being there in the dining room of these 100, 200, 300 kids and looking around being like, all right, like this is going to be a quick meal. And the one of the leaders got up to start singing the same songs that they would never, ever sing. And I remember thinking to myself, like, the guy's dead. Like, the guy's dead. Like, this, <laughs> this is going to be embarrassing. And these kids... Not only did they sing, but they jumped on chairs and benches and tables, and they were like singing and dancing. I was like, "Holy cow!" And I turned to someone. I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "It's called the magic of camp, right? Stuff that they would never do at their table. They do in camp. What happens in camp? There are some kids that spend a, an entire year, and they're like shadows of themselves." And they get to camp, and they're like different kids. What happens? Immersion happens. Your brain is, remember, your brain lives in the weeds. Remember we spoke about this, right? You hear a story that's fake. You read a book or a movie, whatever, and someone dies in the fake story. You cry because your brain lives in the weeds. Your brain lives in the trees. Your brain doesn't see the forest. You have, you have to work your brain up. Remember, greatness is the option. Survival is, is the default mechanism. Your brain will get you to survive. You have to opt to greatness. Survival is now. You survive by being alive to now. Greatness requires perspective. If you don't take time to get perspective, you're never going to naturally. Your brain won't take you there naturally. Your brain will keep you here. So when you walk into a new environment, your brain is taking in the environment. Now, one of the survival needs is social acceptance, right? If you don't have social acceptance, you're alone and you can't be alone physically and spiritually. So your brain knows that social acceptance is super important. So whenever you're in an environment, your brain, unless you're like the few that there's a small percentage of people that are always counterculture. If you're not like that, then wherever you go, your brain picks up the cues of what does it take to make it here? What do they dress like? What do they sound like? You ever walk into a room and you were underdressed? Ever have that feeling? 
where you're like super confident, like, nah, I'm not wearing a, I'm not wearing a suit. That's not me. I don't wear suits or jackets. I'm coming in like just in a shirt. Then you walk into a wedding and it's black tie. You ever have that? And they're all like in tuxes and black suits. And even like the I don't care guy, he's like, what are we doing here? And like the minute you see someone else in a shirt, like you become best friends with them because you're underdressed. So immediately your brain goes, hey, you're not going to get accepted. There's a social norm. It's called wearing a jacket and a tie, wearing a suit, wearing a tux. You're not in the game. Someone's going to look at you wrong. You're not going to be socially accepted. Right, and I think for the for for ladies, it's even more nuanced than that. I think for the guys, it's like jacket, tie, shirt. Like that's the the extent of the of the categories of being dressed or overdressed. But still, you ever walk into a place and you're overdressed, where you're like wearing a suit and everyone's in like shorts? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't as much as you try to disrobe, like you can't disrobe that much. Same thing. You ever walk into a place and you're not like everybody else? You don't look like everybody else. Right? This happens to me sometimes when I walk around with my kippa. I walk out and I have a yarmulke in my head. Thank God. And there, most places that I go don't have anybody with the yarmulke. That. I immediately feel that. So the, 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 where you are matters because you have something called social acceptance. And that's a need that you have. And first of all, you have just to recognize it. It's part of life. Social acceptance is part of your survival mechanism. Remember, that's the default. Greatness is saying, I know the social acceptance is this. I'm not for a greater reason, right? You have to opt above that. I know everyone does this, and to be accepted, you have to say this, do this, dress like this. That's what I want because that's what my brain wants because that's how I survive. I have to opt into a new system called greatness, which I can look at a survival mechanism called social acceptance and override the system. The same way your body says eat, and the survival instinct is to eat as much as you can because that'll store the fat. But you have to override the system and say, I am not hungry, I'm not eating. Or I am hungry and I'm still not eating because I don't really need to eat. That's an override. So too with regards to social acceptance. You with me, everybody? So the reason why immersion really works, and so what I want to talk about this week, the reason why immersion really works is because immersion creates a world that your brain goes into in which there's new rules. And so your brain will be aligned to take you to those rules. So for example, last week I had an opportunity that I absolutely am honored by and love. There's a great organization called Ola May that ran a summit for uh, college and young adults from all over the world you know, to discuss heritage and spirituality. It's like that's, you know, sort of the zone. And it was awesome. And it was a week. The kids flew in around Monday. They left Monday morning. It was a week. And I got in and out of it. Like I was there and there. And what I noticed that these are kids from all over the world. But what happened when you have 630 kids plus 100 staff plus, 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 you have 1,000 people in one hotel. And the whole environment is growth and spirituality and 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 greatness and all the messages tied to that and 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 nationhood what happens over the course of the week is that everyone starts to talk like that so as the beginning of the week after the sessions were done everyone was out partying at the end of the week after the sessions were done people were out discussing talking delving 
what happened what happened was the environment led to depth and so when the kids showed up the first night they were still in their old worlds so they had depth every once in a while they were on their universities and then they went into their you know groups or whatever and they had moments where they they pursued greater depth but they were still tethered to their other life but when you live in a world you live in a hotel Literally, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fake world that gets created for you. It's a hotel with catered meals and f- people that you've never known or seen before. And when it's all happening and your brain lives it for three days, your brain starts going, this is the new social acceptance. Depth, meaning, and conversation. And so it feels normal on Shabbat to be up at three in the morning having a conversation about life. That wasn't normal the week before, but it's normal now because the rules changed, because the environment changed, because the immersion changed. Now, you're not going to live in this hotel your whole life, but being immersed in another environment gives you the ability to delve to a place of yourself that you could never have done before. Because to do that, you'd have to override the system. To be able to get to the level of depth and meaning that you can get to in an immersive environment would require you to be in a regular environment and you have to go against yourself constantly until you get there. It doesn't feel natural. You don't feel like it's you. It could be you, but it doesn't feel like that. But when you put yourself in an immersive environment, that immersive environment aligns with your brain. Your brain's aligned to survive. Your brain's aligned with social acceptance. Your brain already is picking up the cues of what it takes to make it here and then opening up pathways into your own ability to become that part of yourself. So if you were in a, in a, in a weekend for bodybuilding, you're going to feel like you want to be healthier. Your, your brain will align you there. Deep down, you do want to be healthier. It's not not you. But when you put yourself in an environment of depth and meaning and spirituality, then your brain will align you to let you think this way, which will then give you the ability to see parts of yourself that you couldn't see otherwise. Make sense? I will right, we'll talk about this. Think about this. Think about the immersion environments that you're in right now and how that aligns you. Just think about your environments right now and how each of your environments are really causing you to naturally want something. It's not just a person you see momentic desires. It's the environment you're in, which is even more powerful because that's social acceptance. That's survival. And your ability to immerse yourself in things could accelerate the ability to have certain levels of desires that you couldn't in a normal environment. All right, we'll talk about it. All right, but have a great day. God's help. Come and see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Pursuit of Awesome. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum's podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Charlie again for more insights on living an awesome life by tuning into the live webinar every weekday morning or by listening to this podcast at your leisure. To sponsor, contact podcasts at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.